I'm CG England. I'm Natalie Stout. Welcome to the Roommates Podcast, where we talk about being local business owners, small town life, and saying yes to new adventures. All right, guys, welcome back to the Roommate Podcast. CG England here. Natalie Stout. What are we talking about today, Nat? We are talking about how when you own a business, start a business, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Michael England would appreciate that Yeah, where that is Michael analogy? on episode nine? Because, you it's know. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And, and nothing great happens overnight, people. Listen, that is why we are doing this whole series yes. is because, oh, CG and Natalie opened up another business. Cool. Well, no. nothing great happened overnight. And without the realty firm, without CG's, there is no roommates. No. Without CGs, there is no exceptional bean. Yeah. Without all of our failures and all of our successes, that's how we got to where we are today. You weren't Natalie Stout on billboards and, you know, this famous realtor overnight. No. Good Lord. Nobody saw those first five years. Well, nobody saw me for five years, 2008. Right. Literally, <laughs> no one saw you. You were in yeah, a dungeon. Somewhere. I was. <laughs> I was literally in an office or out hustling real estate every single day of my life to get to that point. So that's the whole point of this episode is nothing great happens overnight. Rome wasn't built in a day. Uh, you know, when you have a baby, it takes nine months to cook in the oven. Like mm-hmm. nothing great. Just snap your fingers appears. Mm. There's so much that goes into yeah. it. Um, with all of our businesses, you know, it, it took time and we expect roommates to take time. Yeah. I mean, we're not, listen, if we're profitable the first year, great. But more than likely, just like everybody, we won't we're be. not. I yeah. mean, the first, let me tell you something, the first five years, maybe, yeah, I know five, like Kim and I didn't take a check home from the realty firm. Gosh. I mean, you're talking about owning a business, growing a business, building a business of yourself and multiple agents and you're not taking home a dime. Yeah. You're you're putting it all in to keeping it going. To build that strong foundation. To build it. Yeah. And so don't think for one second that you're going to be able to go into a business and be profitable right off the bat. Again, on the off chance that you are wonderful I mean kudos Maybe you're to you're independently wealthy already. Yeah. And you can like go all in and build this beautiful business and hire people to help you. That's not how we started. Our beginnings are very humble. I didn't hire someone until like year three. Yeah. Oh, my God. I used to work 10 to 7, six days a week. I remember. 10 to 7. Yeah. But I didn't have anything else to do. Well, and you were a little younger. You know, I think when you're a little younger. A little younger. And I I, was single. Yeah. And, and, you know, go back to me with real estate. When I first started and I was 25 years old, what else was I going to be doing? That's you it. know, I'm just going to go to work. Yeah. And so that, that, and I said 25 to 30 was my window of, I'm going to see if this works. Yeah. I'm going to spend 25 to 30 to see if I can make it in real estate. And if I, if I'm 30 years old and I'm not making it in real estate, then I'll move on to something else. Yeah. So again, I, I knew I had realistic expectations going in. Now, don't get me wrong. There's going to be days when you open your own business and you open the doors that you go, why am I doing this? Yeah. You're going to have a lot of those days. Or like every January, I'm like, great, this is it. We're going out of business because it's so slow it's and so the dead. Same. That is the same with real estate. January, February, that's our struggle months. It's painful. You know, it's just, and 
we have it down now, and and it, but it doesn't make it any more. No, know, somebody asked me this past January, like, so when does that feeling of dread and thinking that this is the end? When does that stop? And I was like, I currently think I may be going out of business every January. <laughs> and she had like the biggest November and December <laughs> of her career, so you know. But it again, it doesn't stop you from going. Oh my goodness! Oh my like things are slow. What yeah, do looking I do? at these numbers, looking you at know? these figures on paper, and like, your bills are still coming in every oh, month. Those bills don't stop. Yeah, can't stop, won't stop. Exactly. So you know, you're you're having those those worries. Um, but, you know, having realistic expectations. And now, you know, 10 years in the business with the Realty Firm, eight years in the business with CG, you have realistic expectations. You yeah. know January is going to be slower. You know it. You know, you know, my business, I know March is going to, things are going to start picking back up. Yeah, same. So it, it's just the the learning curve. Well, of, and I think what you said, give yourself a timeline. You gave yourself five years. You gave yourself mm-hmm. 25 to 30 to give it your all. Plant that strong foundation and see if it works. And I think a lot of people, especially because I always blame social media. Social media is great for a lot of things, but we see those highlight reels. We see everybody killing it. Everybody, you know, doing great. And you think that that's how it's supposed to look for you. It's not reality. It's not. In the beginning. It's not. It's hard it's exhausting. You're sacrificing a lot in the beginning. It's not instant gratification. No, it's you know. Not. And, and, and again, and that's in real estate in general. My business, nothing is instant gratification. You know, I start working with a client, and I start working with them month one. More than I'm definitely not getting paid one month. Right, month one. I'm getting paid at least month two. Sometimes it's. Six months later. What's a typical, like, if I'm your client, we meet today and I'm house hunting. And I know everybody's different. Some people look at 37, 11 million houses. Some people look at, I think I looked at one. Yeah. Well, you knew knew what you wanted. So what's the typical time span from meeting a client and getting paid? I know it's a range. At least, I mean, I typically am going to say it's 90 to 120 days. Okay. So that's that's general. That's if I'm going to buy a house, I want to buy a house. But let me tell you something. One of the clients I worked with, we looked at houses for five years. No, you didn't. Yes, we did. Why did you fire them? A, she's a friend. <laughs> B, I knew she was loyal and she was eventually going to buy. Five and, years? And I didn't know it was going to be five years. Yeah. That's the other thing. Like, I mean, the house could have came along the day before, you yeah. know, or, you know, two days after working with them. You don't know, but I have worked with someone for five Is that years. the longest? So that is the longest to date. Okay. And at the end of the day, do you make any money off that sale? Even if it's a $400,000 sale? No. No. Because really divide don't. that percentage over five years. Exactly. You made 20 cents. Right. Exactly. An hour. 20 yeah. cents an hour. Yeah. <laughs> So, but that's just part of it. But yeah, but to answer your question, typically 90 to 120 days. So I'm used to that realistic expectation of payday is on down the road. You know, yeah. you're, you're creating a funnel and a pipeline yes. and I'll see the pay down the road. And when I first got in the business, Tom Osmond, um, who worked with me, told me, and he'd been a realtor for years, and he said, do the work, the money will come. You've said that to me before. And that's just in general, I yeah. think. You know, do the work, the money will come. Don't do worry work. about the money. Don't worry about it. If you, you do a good job, it'll come. Don't focus on the money. Mm-hmm. Again, focus on the feeling it's giving you. Focus yeah. on what you're creating. Focus on the big picture. Yeah. You know, don't worry about the money. Yeah. And, and easier said than done, because, again, we're all going to do it. 
but it's but I just... I do think that's true with every career field. Like, you know, let's use a teacher, for instance. Nobody's going into teaching to, like, make money or to have mm-hmm. weekends off or, mm-hmm. you know, they, they have some great perks, but mm-hmm. you go in to make a difference and to help and change people's lives. And you can do that in any industry. Mm-hmm. A real estate agent. Oh, absolutely. A boutique owner. Absolutely. We can change people's lives and impact people's lives in a big way, but you have to look at it that way. Yes, And you have to treat it that way. And, you know, you have to hustle hard. You have to give yourself a timeline. And you have to have smart goals. Smart goals. And those are specific, measurable, attainable, Realistic. realistic, and timeline. Yeah. And so you've got to you've got to Smart break it all down. Goals. And and the thing is, is you've got to be able to break those down. You yeah. have you cannot just go headfirst into something without a plan. Gosh, and so and many people think that you can. So many people do try that. And so many people try that. And typically when a business fails, it's because they did not have smart goals. Yeah. And not that I'm some business guru, but I have watched other businesses fail, not just in Cookville, yeah, um, in Atlanta, in my hometown area, and I can pinpoint why they failed. And it's so obvious to me, mm-hmm. but they can't see it. Mm-mm. And they want to blame the recession or the economy or their wherever their business is didn't support them. And it's like, oh, my God. Like, that was not the problem, sir. Look in the mirror, sir. Yeah, that was yeah. not. And so... That's it. You have to have a plan. You have to know how to execute the plan. And you have to plan the plan. You have to plan the plan. I mean, you got to get your pros and cons list out. I mean, when we started this, I got right now we're recording this and we are at the end of January. You and me started talking about this end of September. Yeah. So, end of September. We've not started the podcast January. Yeah. Yeah. We've not even opened our doors yet. Right. You know, and so we've been, you know, planning the plan and then you just went to market a couple yeah. weeks ago and bought it yeah so you know it it was again weren't overnight no it was to it's months on in of planning we went to lots of lunches and dinners to lots. like okay what does this look like what does the point of sale system look like what is the transaction how does because yeah. we don't want to just say let's do it i'll yeah. go to market let's open up now but, what yeah we need to know what happens if you know plan a b c and d yeah, and we've asked lots of questions, yeah. and, you know, even CG going to market, she was able, and again, this is where CG's knowledge and experience comes into play. She's able to go to America's Mart. She already has connections there. She already knows people. You ran into, you oh know, my gosh, so many people. Joanne, yes, my old boss. Um, for those of you that don't know, I graduated from tech, and then I moved to Atlanta, and I ended up finally getting a job at America's Mart. And I was there for about eight years. And America's Mart is where I go to buy for my store, for my clothing store. And now I go to buy for roommates. It's the largest wholesale trade show marketplace in the world. It's huge. And so because I worked there in the past, that's another piece to this roommates puzzle being successful. I know how to navigate. I know how to buy. I know who to talk to. And I ran into my... um, she was the the vice president of the company when I worked there, and I adore her and 
I'm sure she's not going to listen to this little podcast, but if she ever does, Joanne Miller Marshall is amazing. And she gave me some little nuggets while I was there of of how to make roommates more successful. And I need to talk to her friend in uh, Muscle Shoals, Alabama. And you need to talk to this lady. And here's this number. And just that's how things work is through connections that you made. They know somebody that you need to talk to and you can gain some wisdom from. Yeah, and that's huge. And that's where we go back, like talk to people, ask questions. She was the one who told you there's people out there doing this. Like there is, what you guys are doing, There's she was able to pinpoint more that we already didn't know about that was going on. Yeah, we we knew about like two. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this makes so much sense now that there are more people. Actually, it gave me a little bit of, yeah, you know. It's just like when we started The Exceptional Bean, I didn't have this idea for individuals with special needs and disabilities to work in a coffee shop. It it had been done. There's ice cream parlors. There's car washes. There's dog grooming places. Oh, yeah. I did my due diligence to see, does this even work? Is this even possible? And um, same thing with roommates. She told me about a few more warehouses um, in Texas and and New Orleans and all the others. That So we didn't invent this. It's doable. And so. let's go let's go back to the whole naysayer thing of, you know, because uh, we're sitting there about, I don't know, it was a couple of weeks ago. One night, Clark, just out of the blue, says, well, you want to know what the one thing that's making me nervous about this? And I said, oh, yeah, go ahead. He said, nobody has hated on us yet or doubted us yet. And <laughs> no he said... No one has said, you're nuts. This isn't going to work. Yeah. He said, that's the only thing that makes me nervous is everybody keeps going, wow, this is a great idea. Wow. This is going to be huge. This that is going to be him great. Nervous. And he's like, that makes... Because he's realistic yeah. and he knows. You yeah. Know? I mean, and Clark's a natural born winner. So when you're a natural born winner... You're always going to have the naysayers, and, and you're always going to have those people. Fuels him probably. Oh, it sets his fire. Feeds him. Oh yeah. yeah, he loves it, and he doesn't get. He's a lot like Michael. He doesn't get nervous or worried or anything about you know tore up. Um, so it was real, but that was his. You know, oh my goodness, nobody's hating on us. So, but and when you ran into Joanne, she was like, "Y'all are going to be right. Oh, it's yeah. going to be successful." When I talked to um, Melissa Knowles in um, in Smithville. And she owns Market on Main. Oh yeah! And um, she said, "You guys are going to do great." And she she designs and she decorates, and um, she's a, she familiar as well with the concept of what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, it's just that that feeling of okay, we, yeah, we know, all right, we you know I. I get confirmation of that, but again, it it made him nervous. Yeah, it made him nervous that nobody has. But then Michael had said, whenever me and you were talking about it, Michael chimed in because we were at your house. Yeah, and Michael that's right. said, I, I think we do have a few people <laughs> who probably just aren't because they had made comments to Michael and uh-huh. not us. That's true. Um, yeah, you know, I just him like saying that. and it was really just the you know, and it wasn't anything just terrible. But he said, he said, I think silently people are like. You know, oh, like which yeah. hey, to each their own. Yeah. You know, but um, but and again, most of the time going into something, you are gonna have your haters and your naysayers. Oh yeah. And I really always hate the word haters. I always feel like it's like a you know nineteen ninety eight saying. For real, but, it is. You know, make you hate as you motivate us. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> but it's true. It's like so true. you typically do have a lot of naysayers. We had so many for the bean, but let me tell you something. The bean was happening. Oh. I had my eye on the prize. I didn't care if everybody in the world said no. 
yeah. I knew it was going to be. It. Yeah. Uh, and that and was, you got to trust that too. You got to try and trust your gut. Mm-hmm. If you're one of these people that you can trust your gut and trust yourself, do that and, and roll with it and, and, and do what you feel like is going to win and what you feel like God is leading you to do. Yes. And, and again, be open-minded and it may not, almost always the plan I have in mind is not the actual plan that comes to fruition. Never. Yeah. Yeah. That plan is not always the one. Sometimes it's another plan that that's even better and it doesn't look the way (gasps) that I thought it was going to look. It doesn't, it feel the way I thought it was going to feel, but it's better. Uh, it's always better. Always better. I love when, and, and the more times, I think, let me see if this makes sense, the more times that my plan has failed, but God's plan has prevailed, it gets easier to trust when things go wrong. Yeah. It's like, Same. oh, I wasn't planning for it th- to go this way, but... I'm excited because I know something better is coming. Kim and I had the same thing happen this last year. You know, something had happened in our business, and Kim and me 100% were in agreement, and this has happened to us multiple, multiple times throughout the year, that we both have the same feeling, and when one of us says it to the other, it's like confirmation because I do believe in confirmation. Yeah. And we were like, this is happening to protect us from something. Yes. And like knew it in our hearts. At the time, we were, you know, just a little distraught, and we were a little, but we were like, in our hearts. You had and peace. Yeah. I don't, I can't even remember if she said it to me first, or I said it to her, and we were just like, all right, here's, because by yeah. year 10, we've learned yes. confirmation. Yes. You know, we didn't always, it didn't come out like in yes. the beginning, but we have always had this thing. If one of us says it to the other, and the other one's been thinking it, it's like, oh, sovereignly. We're like, okay, all right, God, we know we're on the right, yeah, you know, on the right track. So I also think it's important if you don't have a partner in business, which I always think it's good to have a partner in business, that you do have a mentor, or somebody to go to, yeah, to that, or somebody you have a connection with that yeah. you really trust that gives you that confirmation, yeah, you know, that you can go, okay. And I'm a firm believer in prayer and asking for prayer, same, um, or you know, asking through prayer for God to give you confirmation on things. And even if it's not what you want to hear, you know, God, give me some confirmation. Give me, let me know what I'm, let, let me do what your will is, yes, not mine. Yes, And I think once you release that into like. Truly release it. Truly release it. Either, it whatever is meant to be is going to be. And it's always so much better every single time. 10 out of 10, it is better than what you could ever have hoped for better than what you and your little pea-sized brain could have ever planned for because God's scale and plan and playing field is so much bigger than ours. Oh, way it's beyond. so fun. I love when things don't go my way. Yeah. I'm like, what's going to come down the pipeline next? You learn that. You yes. learn that. Now, again, right off the bat, you're not going to do that. Oh, you're going to no. freak out. You're going to be scared to death. I'm going to freak out. But yeah. on the on the real, yes. it, now it's like, okay, God, I'm listening. Okay, you've got a reason for this. It may not be anywhere in my playbook, or I may not have any knowledge How of where... How are you going to do this, God? Because this does not make sense. But he'll do it. He'll do it, and it'll make sense. And and when it does, and you'll get, oh, okay. Okay, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I, I seriously do. I love it. A friend of ours, um, I won't mention his name, but he was our neighbor in college, and mm-hmm. he just had a business deal to fall through. Mm-hmm. I saw it on Facebook. And he was like, man, I've really been praying about this. I'm so, you know, 
this just, it was supposed to go this way and it yeah, didn't. I saw the post. And I wrote on there like, man, get excited because something even better is and coming. bigger is coming. Something bigger and better is coming. And he has faith. Oh, yeah. He's, um, he's a spiritual dude. And like, I can't wait to see what comes his way yeah. because he thought it was supposed to be this and it's going to be something even bigger and better. And I can't wait to be like, yay. Yeah, I'll be there too early to perform, Yes, so. yeah. for sure. Well, so, awesome. That's probably a good place to wrap it up today. Um, just be patient. Nothing great happens overnight. Anything worth having takes time and is, and is a lot of work. And uh, is a lot of work. And it's a marathon, not, not a, sprint. a sprint. Have a good day, guys. Thanks for joining us today. We'll chat with you again next week.